how are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good, thanks Martin, how are you? I'm okay, thanks, I'm okay, not Fantastic. bad at all. Back with the, the, the roundup of 2021 <laughs> Q4 podcast edition. That's right, yeah. We, we do seem to be hitting every quarter, so that's pretty good. It's consistent. Well, my plans on uh, 2022 that I've got written down here, I'll get back to bi-weekly podcasts, so get ready. Okay, I'll, I'll prepare myself for that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, well, um, more, more of the same, yeah. Things have been working out pretty well. Things have been growing still, so it's been that's been good. Keeping busy as usual with all the support and everything that's going through, but the work's been going okay, actually. I've been doing some marketing bit by bit, getting somewhere with it, which is better than it has been in the past, for sure. Uh, so yeah, how about you? What have you been up to? Um, I want to say busy, but I, yeah, it's been mixed, I guess. It's been slower in terms of leads and sales and stuff since the middle of November. Okay. So November started off really, really well. Lots of new customers in the first couple of weeks, but then um, I don't know whether people just get ready for Black Friday and Cyber Monday thinking there's going to be sales coming through and stuff like that from all the SaaS products out there. But uh, I had a, gl- a, a very brief moment of thought about doing a Black Friday, Cyber Monday offer. Oh, right. Very quickly talked myself out of it just because yeah. I thought there's various bits of preparation you have to do for it. And if it doesn't work out, then it, feel, it will feel like wasted time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't do anything. Been slow since the middle of November, December in terms of slow sales and leads. But from looking on Twitter, it's been similar for lots of other people that are doing SaaS type stuff. So not worried too much. Um, yeah. It's been slow for me as well uh, since mid, yeah, pretty much mid-November, like you say. Things have slowed down a lot. Less demos coming through, less trials coming through. Um, but the good thing is I've had a few people on trials that have been sort of extended a couple of times, you know, and they're like, oh, we are going to use it. We are going to use it. Just haven't had time. And a couple of those have signed up this month which has made a bit of a difference for this month so that's always mm. good yeah but cool. yeah it's been really slow really slow yeah in terms of uh, getting stuff built though uh, phil's been working really well on the chrome extension that we've been wanting to build for seo testing um and the google data studio connector so they're both live now um in a bit of an annoying situation where we've got later versions of the chrome extension that we want to get into the chrome web store before we really publicize it um, but we're stuck in this review process hell thing. Whereas mm. we've uploaded it, it's been two weeks, I think. So the original version that we uploaded, I think, was approved within two or three days. Yeah. And now we've uploaded an update, and it's just been sat there for two weeks impending. Oh, uh, no. And the FAQs are rubbish. They're like, yeah, it could take a few hours, could take a few days, could take a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's like it. Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you can't so- contact anyone, can you? That's the trouble. No. So... And this is where we need to change our mindset a bit in terms of developing and releasing a Chrome extension. Uh, obviously, with the web app, we kind of move a bit faster, just do stuff and release it. And if there's a bug, then we kind of fix it straight away with a Chrome extension. If there's going to be a two or three week delay between getting something updated, we might have to change our approach and not be yeah. so slapdash in terms of building stuff and getting stuff out there. It makes it a bit more difficult to plan releases and things like that, doesn't it? For sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So planning, do they do, I don't know how Chrome extensions work, but if you release a new version of it, does everybody automatically update to that version or do you have to get them to update? No, well, in the FAQs, it says that everyone updates, but we're, we're, we are yet to see that as yeah. to whether that happens. Um, okay. We'll see. There's that, there is a manual process you can do where you can just release the, the raw files and people can put Chrome into developer mode and um, 
upload or add the extension just to their own instance of Chrome. So we've always got that backup plan, I guess, if we need it. Um, what does the extension do? I haven't looked at it yet. So at the moment, it does some brief on-page SEO checks, like your title tag, meta description, H1, all those kind of things. Well, it tells you if they're too long, the title tag and meta description. Um, we'll tell you how many H1s you're using, H2s, and so on. Uh, the most interesting thing is when you're on a page on your website, it will show you the, the query data from Search Console. Oh, cool. So it will show you the queries that your page is ranking for. You can then you know, decide really what to do with those, whether there's any extra sections you can add to your pages and so on based on that, what it's ranking for. Um, we showed performance graphs as well. So for the last 90 days at the moment, this is all what's coming. This is what's waiting to be released. So it's not there right now. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so yeah, performance graphs over the last 90 days. We show any tests that you have running on that site. And that's about it at the moment. That sounds good though. So I mean, it's, uh, it's a great workflow improver, isn't it? Because you can just go in on your site, look at the page and you get all that, those stats straight away. That's really good. That's the idea, yeah. I think we're going to limit it to customers and people that are trialing the product rather than make it a general free available thing. So, yeah. But we'll see. That's all to be decided as well. Um, and, yeah, we released, released a new new report as well, on a new alert. Uh, it's actually been one of the more simple things that I've kind of added to the product recently. So it's, it's new pages report, we've called it. And so as new URLs from your site appear in the search results, and so we see them for the first time through the API, We'll basically send you an email once a day with any new URLs that have been spotted over the last 24 hours. Um, it's not really, it's not a technical, hard, technically hard thing to build, but people have found it really useful because um, over the past month or so, it's taken longer and longer for Google to, it seems for some sites at least, uh, it's taken longer for Google to find new content, um, index it, crawl it, sorry, index it and add it to the search results. And so people who are, I guess, agencies and freelancers or whatever, and they're doing work on sites, adding new blog posts, new content, and so on. They want to let their clients know when that content's first appearing in the yeah. search results. Yeah. So what they're often doing is manually checking and doing site mm. colon, whatever the site URL domain is, and then like the, the keyword tar- that the article's targeting or whatever, which if you're checking for a few, few URLs uh, can take some time. So this is a bit of a time saver from that point of view. Some yeah. people have found some technical SEO issues where pages are appearing in the search results that shouldn't be there shouldn't be indexed and crawled um so yeah it's been uh, that's some good feedback from mm. it actually which is nice that sounds really good i mean i think those things that you're doing to improve people's or help with people's workflow it's mm. uh, that i mean that's going to be worth it's waiting gold to those people isn't it because if you have to spend five minutes every day checking those links like you say whether they've been crawled or not then just getting an email when you're not relying on the fact that you're going to get an email when it happens that's uh, that's pretty awesome yeah it kind of all came that kind of thought process and improving the product in that way came from, I went through the uh, product-led onboarding book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I think I might have mentioned before. Um, I've read that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And so a lot of the stuff in there is just about uh, trying to improve your customers' lives, which is a big yeah. grandiose statement, I guess. But it made me just think about what are we trying to do? We're basically trying to make people better at SEO and save time on their SEO tasks. And so this is one of those things that helps make people better SEOs, I think, by you know, basically be it them being in front of the information and, and knowing things before their clients do. Yeah. Um, because the worst part of being a freelancer or a consultant is when a client emails you and go, uh, what's this, uh, what are these URLs doing in the search results? Uh, how come you've not spotted them? Whereas if you at least you're on the ahead of the clients and you spot issues before they pick them up, then uh, 
Yeah. That makes you be a better SEO and it saves you time as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. And and difficult conversations. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. So, so it sounds like you've got a pretty good, now you've got Phil working on things, you've got a pretty good, um, pretty good sort of flow going in terms of adding new stuff as well as uh, marketing. Because I can see you've been doing some Twitter stuff and articles and things. Yeah, I've been held up by this Chrome store thing. So we wanted to do more of a big release about the, the Chrome extension because uh, we thought it would be our release this update. It'd take two or three days to put them to update this thing. And then the first third of December, we'll be able to send out an email newsletter about it. Yeah. But because it's we're sat here now, the 21st of December, even if it gets updated today, most people finished or a lot of people finished work on Friday, didn't they? And they're taking this yeah. week off. So there's no point in talking in a big way about a new feature now. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably wait till the new year to talk about it anyway. But yeah, so I guess go back to your original question. It, I think it is working well. I've not managed to switch totally. I want because I want to focus more on marketing side of things now. Now that Phil's here to do some development stuff, uh, and also Phil's been working more on kind of like brand new projects. So the Chrome extension, the Data Studio connector. They're like he doesn't have to really touch much of the existing code, which is my code and not particularly i never claimed to be a great software engineer or developer even though i studied software engineering at university um <laughs> so he doesn't have to get into the weeds of all the the uh, the stuff that i've written and hacked together he can kind of start working on brand new projects um so in a long way of saying this uh, um you yeah, have made progress on new things i haven't handed over like the existing project really to say you know we're going to add or fit improve this particular report can you he's right. done a bit of that actually yeah. But also, I'm trying to get around to saying that I haven't switched totally to marketing, which is yeah, yeah. Kind of where I want to get to, I guess. And that's yeah, part, of yeah. the, part of the plan for 2022. Because um, even though I've been trying to do the alternating thing where I do one week on marketing, one week on development, I still much prefer the development and look forward to the development weeks rather than the marketing weeks. But yeah, yeah. if we were to start the company from scratch, I guess today we'd start to, from zero with Phil and I it would probably be split up where Phil would do development and I'd do more marketing and stuff. So, yeah. Um, just because more of my SEO background. So I think that's kind yeah. of yeah. my mindset. And I need to get around to the thinking of it's not forever. It's just until we can grow the product and the tool enough to be able to then take on someone else to do or buy back my time so I don't have to spend quite so much time on marketing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds sounds good. That's kind of um, what I'd like to get to as well is so that I can spend time on doing that. But as you said, you know, Development is my first go-to, so I always kind of drop into that. I've been trying to do um, the coding and, uh, sorry, not the coding. I've been trying to do the marketing and I struggle with it. I have to admit, I found it, um, you know, I can sit down on the marketing task and it takes me hours sometimes just to get anything done. Um, Some of it's procrastination. Yeah, it's just really difficult, but I have been making some progress. So I've been, I've got a developer now as well. So um, last time I think I just, sort of ha- not got rid of but you know stopped the contract with the developer that I was using just because it wasn't making the progress I needed um, and we were talking about again potentially hiring a developer and in the end what happened was a guy that I've used in the past became available full-time so I've hired him um, and that's it's been a mixed bag so far to be honest it started off well and then he got COVID so he was off not working for a while um, and then we've just had a, a week of him being back and it didn't go very well at all that week. He didn't get much done, but still was working a lot. And I don't know whether that was a hangover from COVID or whether he just, just a bad week or whatever, but we've, we're back on track again now. So although he's been around for six weeks-ish, there's not been a lot of work done in that time. So I'm hoping 
that now and then maybe beginning of next year we'll kick into it and uh, and start making some progress there so I can hand over more stuff to him and I think like you've done it'll mostly be new stuff to start off with things that have been on my to-do list new features and things that customers have been asking for for ages things that I've promised the customers that still haven't been delivered so I'll probably try and get through those to start with and then um, yeah then maybe try and hand more of the products over later have you still got a support person working with you yeah yeah she's um, pretty much full-time these days um it started off she did five hours a day and now she's doing yeah pretty much full-time about 32 33 hours a week cool sorry you go no i was just gonna say she i mean mainly she'll spend the day checking on support tickets responding to support tickets and then if there's anything i need to deal deal with pass it on to me um she updates and creates support documents not so so much but some of that she does but the, one of the best things she does is the um, sort of trial setup calls. So when we get new trials in, if they need a bit of a holding hand, she'll do a Zoom call with them um, and do that, which works most of the time. Sometimes it's kind of like double book, so I have to do one of them. But no, it's yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Hmm. And then we've got your lead magnet out and published. I have. And driving you traffic ask me about it? that? Hey. So, so the driving traffic, are you going to ask me about that? It, I, I put it out there with a landing page and I put it on Twitter and Facebook and didn't really get any any progress from it. And so now this is the marketing task that I'm on at the moment is getting the a Facebook ad to point at it to drive some traffic for it. And I know last time I was speaking, I'd turned off ads hmm. and saw no difference in my um, in my traffic or anything or, or signups. So I'm taking a bit more time over trying to do it right this time and uh, make it work end-to-end rather than... I think before I just had sort of a random ad not, not not random. It obviously I tried to make it applicable to the market and all the rest of it. But the sort of whole path through from that ad to the landing page to them signing up for a demo trial, it's quite a lot to ask, I think, in a first click. Whereas this going to a lead magnet and then getting their email address if they download the lead magnet is a bit of an easier path to getting their email address. And then you can follow up with them via their email address mm. to try and get them to book a demo or start a trial. So yeah, so that's what I'm working on at the moment. Cool. That's good. Yeah, um, it's good to get there. It's just taking so long, but you know, slowly but slowly, slowly but surely, rather. Anyway, have you have you been able to get someone from downloading to starting a trial? And not from the lead magnet yet. No, no, it's barely had any traffic. To be honest, there's no. Uh, this is my fault again, but I haven't for the for the product Kids Club HQ. Haven't really got any Twitter followers. There's a few, but not many. Haven't really got any followers on the Facebook page. Um, there's a few, but not many. So I didn't really expect it to do much there. Um, and it hasn't, so that, but that's fine. So part of my thoughts for 2022 are how to get that distribution improved, basically, because at the moment, I just don't really have a distribution channel. And I think Facebook is probably my best option at the moment. So I need to work out what to do with Facebook to, to, to improve that and whether it's a case of just trying to promote everything through the Facebook page, um, you know, with posts and things. I'm not sure. There's the Dan Martell stuff about how you repurpose all your content so you basically just write the articles the educational articles and then take snippets out of them put them on twitter take bits out of them to put them on facebook so you just can you know reuse everything everywhere uh, that's that's what i'd like to do so mm. that's probably what i'm going to try and start doing next year it's just writing the content is my main problem you need quite a backlog of content to start with or you need to regularly write new content to then be able to to publish it on all the platforms yeah I mean, you can also just sit down for an hour or two at the start of each week and write down. You don't need to post every day. Just do it like every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday, sorry. 
And if you post it on Twitter or whatever, Facebook, you can use exactly the same text to post on Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah. There's tools that can do it across the various platforms as well. So you don't have to manually go to each one. So I think that's the yeah. plan, but you want to tie it up to something like a lead magnet or something that they're going to sign up to. Or yeah, but You can just go to your lead magnet and literally take a paragraph of text out of it. Yeah, what I mean is you don't want it to be the same lead magnet every week, even if you just do it once a week. You know, if you've just got the one lead magnet that you're sending everybody to every week, it's going to be pretty dull after a couple of weeks. Sure, yeah. So so you need additional bits of content to then be able to either a new lead magnet or an article that they'd be interested in reading, you know. And that's the difficulty is coming up with that content um, because, you know, you have to do a bit of research. You have to make sure it's going to be useful to people, that sort of thing. Uh, But I'm starting to put together a a list of topics which could be could be good articles so i'll hopefully have something to so at least like when i sit down on a monday for example i've got somewhere to start and you know i can start writing the article rather than just floundering around not knowing what i'm actually mm-hmm. going to do yeah yeah well <clears throat> you mentioned covid earlier on have you had any uh, any covid issues at home or anything not so far no touching wood i've got my booster jab later today actually oh yeah you I had, was a bad at, time, I had like, mine last week on tuesday and i felt rough for a couple of days afterwards yeah so. I'm hoping I don't get that because I could really do without it. But I think uh, I used it as more of an excuse to be lazy and just uh, <laughs> sit on the sofa and read my book. But yeah, yeah. Sophie had COVID about uh, probably a month ago, six weeks ago now. So we expected it to go through the house and everyone to get it. And we even did a little vote at a family meeting. So Sophie was in here. I'm in the office right now. Um, we put a spare bed on uh, down for her. Um, I died, and before anyone says, I did say she could have the main bedroom and isolate in there and stuff. But she was playing the martyr and insisted no. Um, so she was in here for two days, kind of isolating in the house by us, uh, in this room by herself. Uh, so then on it was a Saturday, I said to the kids, "Right, we're having a family meeting." So me, Charlie, Maggie, and Isabel sat down at the table, and I tried to explain to them that Mummy's going to have to stay in for eight days. But then, even so, it's still likely that we might catch COVID from her. I might already have it. Um, so it'd be 10 days isolation then where we can't really go anywhere and do anything. And then if Isabel gets it, it'd be another 10 days. And then Mega gets it, it'd be another 10 days and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it could be 50 days in total and that would go over Christmas. So I said, oh, we can let Mummy out now and we'll then try and go for family herd immunity and uh, all get it within the space of a couple of weeks, try and get that isolation period down to perhaps 14 days altogether. Um but the risk was they might miss their Christmas plays and performances and so on. So it was like a try to explain the pros and cons to them. And then we had a little vote and it was a hundred percent to let mummy out. So excellent. <laughs> so <laughs> let we, let, mommy we out. let mummy out. We let Sophie <laughs> out. Um, so she was then living amongst us with COVID, but uh, none yeah. of us got it. Really? So that, that, pl- that part of the plan didn't work. So that's strange, isn't it? Maybe she'd gone past the point of being so infectious. I don't know. Potentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I never thought, I didn't think of that one. All the thought I had was that we had already had it and we just didn't, were asymptomatic right. and didn't know. Right. Um, I guess perhaps for me, the vaccine has worked and, you know, that's one way of stopping you getting yeah. it and having a vaccination, yeah. so you're less likely to get it. But yeah, so so wasn't too bad. She had kind of light flu symptoms and aches and things like that. And uh, after the 10 days, a bit of tiredness after that as well. So, um, did, did they yeah. say what variant you had when you've got it? No. So Omicron wasn't a thing then, I don't think either, even though it could have been out and circulating anyway. It hadn't been picked up then, I don't think. Um, Yeah. But I went back and listened. I listened to the last podcast we did in October, but then I also listened to the one in January because I thought I'd listen to see whether we'd set the targets and so on for 2021. And um, on, I think it was 18th of January, we did the last podcast or released it and we'd just gone back into lockdown again. Right. 
And it seems weird because I have no real concept of the last three years and when certain lockdowns have happened and haven't. No. Yeah. If I hadn't listened to that podcast, I'd have probably thought to myself that we haven't been in lockdown for the whole of this year. But yeah. I think we were having it like almost from January until March time, weren't we, or April time? Um, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I really don't remember. We were having a conversation yesterday about how every year we go to my parents on Boxing Day for, for Christmas. So we do, all my family goes to my parents for Boxing Day, and in my mind, I can visualize it perfectly of us all being there on Boxing Day. But it wasn't last Boxing Day; it was the year before, of course, because mm. last year we couldn't do it. And it's just so strange to me. It just feels like a literally a lost year, and my my memory doesn't even seem to work for the last year. It's just weird. Um, but yeah, we, it started after Christmas, didn't it? The lockdown last time. They, they gave us Christmas and then locked well, us down. Well, it depends where you lived because certain areas, London was in tier four, I think. But That's it's right, funny because yeah. we were complaining back in January about Boris Dithering, Boris Johnson Dithering <laughs> and not being able to make a decision until it was literally the very last moment and too late by that point. Grand it's almost day. like that's the exact same thing is happening again. So yeah. deja vu. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it, it seems like the schools are almost preparing for online teaching and lockdown in January. Unfortunately. I'm, I'm really scared about that because if they lock down the schools again and close the schools, I've already lost. Um, so, so churn for my product is really, really low. And I rarely lose well, no, in normal times. If I lose a customer in a month, I'm kind of a bit gutted because that's, that's a lot, you know, a customer in three months, maybe, but if, if it's like one a month, that's really bad. And I've been losing two or three a month for the past 18 months, two years. And, um, well, since COVID, basically, and they're all all basically going because they um, they can't run the club anymore. They're closing it down. Can't afford to pay mm. staff with the number of kids they've got in, all that sort of stuff. So if he locks it down again, locks the schools down again, you know, I mean, if he has to do it, he has to do it, obviously, because it's that's the way it is. But yeah, I'm a bit worried about that. Uh, I think schools will be the last thing to get locked down, won't they? There's more things they can do before than like pubs and retail and so on. But yeah, it's just yeah. it's so shit for people that are running pubs and restaurants because there were I saw people were tweeting some reporters yesterday going, we don't know whether to order in beer and food and stuff like that for over the festive period to to feed people who want to drink and eat out and stuff like that. Yeah. So if we do order it and we get locked down, we're screwed. I've uh and if we don't order it and we're not locked down, we're screwed as well because we run out of stuff. So yeah. they're kind of damned either way, aren't they? Um, I know. It's, it must be a nightmare. They just need I can't some guidance. <laughs> yeah. And they've got so many outgoings either way, haven't they? That even if they're not buying anything in, they're still got to pay the rent and physical mm. premises stuff, you know. It's uh scary. I saw some somebody tweeting the other day that charities can accept stock. You know, so if you've got stock, you can basically write it off as a donation to charity. Um, it just having to even think about that sort of, you know, doing that sort of stuff, it must be awful. And then there's all uh, the parties that were going on at Ten Downing Street, anyway. Mm, yeah, we were yeah all I'm, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that he's still there, to be honest. But yeah, yeah. the problem is it's the alternatives, and there's at least two years till another general election, isn't there? And even yeah, yeah, the opposition, you could argue, isn't uh, particularly set up well to to follow on and succeed. But no, well. Yeah, it's not great, but uh, you know, hopefully we'll get through the Omicron and it won't be severe and so there won't be so many hospital um, admissions because that's what they're waiting for, so they say, isn't it? They're waiting yeah. to see how severe it is and whether they do get a spike in hospital admissions. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see. So my, uh, should we move on to 2021, what I said were my goals and have you got any plans for 2022? We can do, yeah. I don't think I set any goals for 2021, but... Um, I don't remember if I did because I just went out the window. I don't think you did actually. Haven't I listened? Yeah. Uh, listened to it this morning. But my my funny it's funny now looking back on it was uh, uh, well actually I'll say to you uh, one of yours was you just got a copywriter back in January. 
at the start of this year. <laughs> and funny enough, you're going to start publishing lots of new marketing material. <laughs> That's really funny. It is Groundhog Day, isn't it? it totally is. We're just going to live 2021 over and over and over again. <laughs> there you go. So, but my uh, my non-work one was about uh, uh, cooking. If you remember. I don't remember. No, what was your you work? Well, you that? brought me some donuts to make. Do you remember? You sent oh, the ingredients yeah, over. Yeah, you were going to learn how to cook. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. 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 And at the time, in January, I was uh, I was cooking eggs, lots of eggs. So scrambled That's eggs, right. fried yes. eggs, hard-boiled egg eggs, soft-boiled eggs. Uh, the, the news is I never graduated past eggs, really. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't made those donuts yet that you sent over, so they're uh, well, still they're in the probably... box on the side. So no, maybe we're, over we're, this Christmas period right. with the kids, I'll get to it. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so funny. yeah, kind of failed on that. Yeah. Well, I think you know you can't be too hard on yourself on those things. The way the year's been, true. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, I think I had a a nominal goal in mind. But I probably didn't mention about it. it. Was just to grow, I suppose. You know, to a certain point. And I think bearing in mind the way the year went with lockdown and every, lockdowns and everything, I, I'm pretty pleased with the way the products grow because it has grown. You know, mm-hmm. so that's really good. I'm really pleased about that. Next year you know, providing we don't get any more lockdowns, I'd like to try and double where we are at the moment, which I think is a big call, but I'd really like to do that. That's my main, main. It's on record now, so. Yeah, no, I'm happy to do that and try and aim for it because that's, well, not to try and aim for, to aim for it. Yeah, because that's, I think just, it feels like a lost couple of, lost 18 months and I, you know, it's just painful bumbling along and I want to get something decent happening. Hmm. Right, I've got a list of things. I'll just blurt them out and then you can uh, quest- ask me questions about any of them if you wish to. So, yeah, go for it. Uh, I've got a cycling coach. So I'm oh, going right. to be doing Ride Across Britain again. So I've got an online coach now that sets me a training plan and so on. And this is related to learning to cook, actually, because we've gone through my diet and it's terrible. And I right. need that anyway. And so getting a cycling coach was hold- hopefully going to hold me more accountable to that. Um, so so the, cycling- of- the cycling coach is not just talking about um a training plan it's also your whole sort of diet and all that well no so it's mostly the training plan um so yeah so i'm doing ride across britain again this year so i wanted to take for the third time which will probably be the last time and i wanted to see if i could take a bit more time off mm. how i did i took six hours off this year and so i wanted to see if i can take a bit more time off as like a final crack at it um but also just during this time of the year i'm not very good at getting on my bike and exercising so it's to have a training plan to stick to um because first of all you pay money to have this training plan set for you and then i'll have someone on whatsapp and on training peaks moaning at me if i haven't done my (laughs) sessions and so on so it's worked well i mean it's been three weeks so far maybe four and i've gone from riding twice a week to riding five times a week so so that's good yeah um when when i started uh kind of working with him i said um my diet's terrible. So he just sent over some kind of general information like, you know, don't eat processed foods, got to eat more yeah. fruit and veg. I was like, well, I didn't say this to him, but I was like, I, we know all this. I know all this, but actually action yeah. in it is something different. So I was like, right, I'm going to, I did a food diary for four days. And I said, look, and the stuff that you've said, you know, it's stuff I know, but this is how bad my diet is. These are my excuses. Like I said to you before on the January podcast, I was speaking about um, Sophie just being able to throw ingredients together, but me having to have exact measurements and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I said, you know, and then I'd always be cooking for one and all the recipe books and recipes for four, and I just that does my head in as well. Yeah. Um, and so then he went, oh, yeah, I can see there is a, and it, you're going to have an issue with diet if you don't get it sorted out. <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> <laughs> you're just eating bread and cereal and stuff like that. Um, and so we did have like a longer 
chat about it all and he's given me some recipes to do and cool oh that's good see how that goes yeah Yeah. what about technique can he do anything about technique i suppose it's a bit difficult (laughs) remotely uh, a little bit, uh, some sort of some like pedaling drills, like doing one-legged cycling and stuff like that. Oh, which right. is actually quite uh, harder than it sounds. Um, but yeah, there are some drills, but nothing. It's mostly just uh, well, it's just a lot of zone two, uh, low heart rate stuff at the moment. Right. Okay. Um, so we're like winter base training, which is good. Yeah. So uh, yeah, cycling. Uh, got the coach for twenty twenty two. The plan is to have a separate marketing site and app for seo testing so it's all one big project at the moment so when i okay. separate it out um we're getting a dog in the summer oh are you oh wow that's the plan <laughs> oh, cool so i set isabella tasks so she does timetable rock stars um and i said to her if you get if you beat first of all i said if you beat me on time saver rock stars i will will get a dog so to encourage right. her to do the tests <laughs> every day and the drills every day and learn it um but I haven't actually done it. I just, I kind of changed the rules and I said, well, if you get 25 out of 25, I can't beat you. So you just have to get 25 out of 25. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's I like that tactic. And she's got 24 out of 25 right now. So I imagine by the summer, she'll easily be able to get 25. Yeah. And funnily enough, having spoke to a couple of people that got dogs over the last month or so, um, they said they wish they got them in the summer because the garden's not all muddy. And so you can throw yeah. them out in the garden a bit more. So that is a problem. We've got that. Yeah. Walking them is a nightmare. Yeah. So yeah, we'll wait till the summer and then look to get a dog. And then last plan really for 2022 is like I said to you, uh, try and do this, this podcast a bit more often. So bi-weekly. Yeah. Um, and then also plan is to try and do an SEO testing podcast with Phil. So ah, just cool. 10 or 15 minute episodes each week of just what we've been working on that week and yeah, how things are going and so on. So, yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I've got, I'm feeling tired again now. So I've not really started to think about any goals or anything apart from the fact that I just want to really try and, you know, rocket ship a bit with the product. Um, so probably after, I'm taking Christmas off and then maybe in the new year I'll sit down. Well, definitely in the new year I'll sit down and uh, come up with some sort of st- some st- strategies, if I can say the word. And you go do I, a I personal to, retreat. That's what I'm probably going to do yeah, next Jan- in like, January. I'd well. like to do that. Um, yeah, I'd like to do that. So we'll see. But, um, I listened to you recommended that podcast, high performance time. podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. To ask you about it, yeah, yeah. So I listened to the recently. I listened to the Alistair Campbell one, um, which was quite interesting actually. I'm, I'd never really thought I'd like him particularly I know. <laughs> from yeah. previous previous uh, sort of uh, experience of him with Tony Blair, but it's quite a good podcast. And he's got this um, OST that he talks about: objective, strategy, and tactics, mm. which I really like as a kind of simplistic way of getting a high level idea about what you're going to do so i might use that as a kind of a top of a bit of paper when i start doing some planning to see what what to do i'd recommend then um to get his book which is just called winners i think yeah um and in that most of the book is him interviewing other people i guess pretty much like the high performance podcast maybe but the first whole chapter is about that ost framework oh yeah objective strategy and tactics and it goes through a number of examples of using it yeah um so yeah if you do want to kind of take that thinking on get that yeah book i'll have the, a look at that definitely i don't know if you i tried get the kin get the get the free free trial version of it maybe on kindle you might be to get most of the first chapter oh right yeah <laughs> cool i'll have a look at that yeah that'd be good yeah so yeah that's all pretty good i think rounding out the year i'm fairly happy with the way the year's gone considering everything that's that's been been doing hmm. there's, there's so much to improve and so many still so many bottlenecks and things that i should be fixing um that I know that there's a lot of scope for improving things. So, you know, it's, uh, I'm just hopeful I can get it done. Yeah. Cool. All right. 
I'll send you over some more episodes to listen to of the High Performance Podcast. Cool. Yeah, there are a lot of them, aren't there? I didn't realize there'd be so many already. But Yeah, well, they've been doing it for two or three years now. So, oh, okay. yeah, I'll send you over some of the good ones that I've listened to. I oh, say they're all good, good yeah. but uh, there's some that stand out, I guess. So. Yeah. Awesome. Right. All right. Well, all right, have then. a good Christmas and New Year. And, yeah, have um, a good one. We'll start the bi-weekly podcast again in uh, in January. In January. Sounds good. Look forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon. We probably said the same in December. Uh, yeah. What would it have been? 2020. <laughs> just, just don't listen to that podcast again and we'll be no. fine. <laughs> just pretend it's all new. <laughs> cool. All right. See you all later. Right. Cheers, Nick. See ya.